The prophetic sermon broadcast is sponsored by The Service Club for all your interior cleaning and painting needs. Call The Service Club at 513-406-8201, 513-406-8201, and ask for Alvin Scales. The Service Club is fully insured. The Service Club, a clean job from start to finish. 1320 AM, WCBG, Covington, Cincinnati, and 1320thevoice.com. This is The Voice of Cincinnati. Welcome in to the Prophetic Sermon Broadcast with your host, Minister Alvin Scales. And now, let's join in to today's program. Oh, praise God. It is a blessing and an honor to be here with you uh, doing this radio broadcast. And today, we want to talk to you on the subject, A Life of Goodbyes. In John chapter 16, verses 5 through 7, Jesus said, But now I go my way to him that sent me, and none of you asketh me, Whither goest thou? But because I have said these things unto you, sorrow hath filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. In Matthew 5 and 4, Jesus said, Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. We're talking about a life of goodbyes. People of God, Jesus was saying goodbye to his disciples at a time when they did not fully understand the goodbyes that Jesus was saying to them. He said, now I go my way to him that sent me. This means that he would be uh, soon be leaving not only the disciples, but this world. Jesus also said, it is expedient for you that I go away. Now, the word expedient means useful for affecting a desired result. It means convenient. It means based on or guided by self-interest. And it also means a means to an end. So Jesus was saying that it would be best for you, convenient for you, and in your best interest that I go away. After Jesus said that, he said, for if I go not away, the Comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, will not come unto you. So Jesus departing from this world, even in the manner that he did, and sending the Holy Spirit unto us would be the best thing for the whole world. And by Jesus giving this solemn goodbye to his disciples beforehand, it was a sorrowful thing they had to endure, even though Jesus said, it's going to be best for you, if I depart. Jesus further said that because I have said these things unto you, sorrow hath filled your heart. 
When someone is permanently leaving us by death and we have to render that final goodbye, this brings about a great deal of pain and sorrow in our grief and mourning, and we really do need to be comforted. As the passion of Christ was being carried out, this deeply saddened the disciples, especially those that were there at Calvary to see him die. The disciples were in mourning, in grief, in shock. They were disoriented, in a state of confusion, and not knowing what to do. For they had not expected Jesus to actually be killed and to leave them in this manner. Jesus promised to send them the comforter because in the time of mourning and grief, in the time of pain and sorrow, in the time of of disorientation for the loss of a loved one, we need the comforter to help us make it through the time of our difficulties. Jesus said, blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. People of God, life is filled with goodbyes. Whether they are formal goodbyes or informal, whether they are permanent goodbyes or temporary goodbyes until we see each other again, whether they be the result of losing loved ones along the way or being separated from people, places, things, and events in our lives, we live a life of goodbyes. Some goodbyes cause us to grieve and to mourn when we lose loved ones who have died and left us with only the memories we have of them to carry on with. See, to mourn means to express sorrow or regret. It also means to grieve for someone who has died. When we mourn for someone that we have come to know, love, and have lost, this means that we truly care for them. And for many of us, it seems like we have lost a piece of ourselves, just as the disciples felt when Jesus had died and had to leave them. Mourning is a good expression of the love we had and still have for the ones that we have lost along the way. In many cases, we never really got to say goodbye when death came suddenly. So even though we live a life of goodbyes, we rarely get to actually say those final goodbyes. Sometimes when we know that death is imminent or bound to happen due to a fatal illness, disease, or even an accident that puts someone in a life-threatening position, we don't really want to say that final goodbye because we know that goodbye is a permanent closure. There are some of us who have experienced getting a phone call that someone is dying or has already died, and we rush to the location where we are summoned. If it's the hospital, the medical staff usually gives the immediate family some time with our loved ones, even though they have passed on. We spend that time saying our final goodbyes. Sometimes when our loved ones are still alive for a short time, we spend the final hours and all the time we can with them. And many of us never really say goodbye, though. We say other things and get things straightened out that needed to be said. Sometimes we ask our loved ones for forgiveness for the things that had not been cleared up. And if our loved ones are no longer coherent, we may fall into the sorrow and regret in our mourning. 
We live a life of goodbyes, and all goodbyes are not relative to the passing of loved ones. Sometimes there are friends or people that we have come to know in life that we were separated from, never to see again. And many times, we never really said goodbye. There are people that we were in relationships with, and the relationships ended for one reason or another, and the person was gone out of our lives, never to return to us again, and never having said a formal goodbye. Sometimes we never really say goodbye because we really don't want the relationship to end, but we try to leave the door open in hopes that it really isn't goodbye and that they will return. Sometimes people just walk out of our lives without warning and for no apparent reason, and they never say a formal goodbye or give an explanation for leaving, even though by them leaving and walking away from us, never to return again is actually a goodbye. There are times when we do actually say our goodbyes, when we make it our duty to say goodbye to those we choose to say goodbye to before leaving, before moving, or before going away for one reason or another. We make sure to get to those people who we want to officially say goodbye to so we can say goodbye, farewell, so long, Bless them with a hug because they were so special to us, we had to make it our business to go and say goodbye to them. Sometimes there are things, events, and times in our lives that we have had to abruptly depart from and leave behind. We never really said goodbye in these situations, but we indirectly said goodbye to them when they were no longer a part of our lives. I can remember myself getting out of high school and going to, into the army and getting out of the army and having to close those chapters in my life. I can remember some of the people and the relationships that I had to leave behind never really saying a formal goodbye to them. Sometimes the, 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 the time that we last spent with someone who we have lost in one way or another was the final goodbye. The last time we spent with them would be the final goodbye. Whether we identified with it or not, and whether it was a, a good final goodbye or not. So this means that our final time together with someone was very important, and it was a very important time because in some cases, the last time we, it would be the last time that we would interact, communicate, physically see or be with the person or those that we have left behind. In Acts chapter 1, verses 9 through 11, after Jesus had given the disciples their final instructions, the word of God says these words. And when he had spoken these things while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, Behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. In this passage of scripture, we find that Jesus had said his final words to the disciples. 
We are not shown that the disciples did anything other than listen to Jesus and watch as he was taken up into heaven. Now, I'm sure there was something that they wanted to say to Jesus. I'm sure that they were grieved in their hearts to know that Jesus would no longer be present with them in this world. I'm sure they may have felt like everything wasn't cleared up concerning the questions they may have had for Jesus. And I'm sure that they did not want Jesus to leave them. This is how we can feel also when we lose someone that we love as we watch them being taken from us. The songwriter wrote the song that said, it's so hard to say goodbye. And it truly is so hard to really say that final goodbye to someone. But the reality is that for most of us, we never really get the chance to say that final goodbye to those who have passed on. Sometimes when a person's life is suddenly taken away by means of violence, murder, or a sudden death fatality, and we see our loved ones for the last time laying there deceased, many times we were denied the chance to say goodbye to them before they passed away. I can recall on the day that my mother's life was cut short by gun violence, and the last thing I got to say to her on the morning of her death was, Bye, Mommy. I love you. As I was leaving out to go to school. Now, these were the last words, the final words I said to my mother while she was yet alive. But my goodbye was not meant to be a final goodbye, but was unknowingly and informally made to be the formal and final goodbye that I would say to my mother. When we suddenly lose loved ones, friends, and people we know of, we begin to think about such things as the unfinished things that we didn't get to do with them, the things that we didn't get to say, the issues that we never got to clear up, the places we will never get to go, and the plans that we had made that we will never get to carry out with them. We face the reality that they are no longer and will no longer be here with us in this world. And in fact, we experience many thoughts and feelings as we are going through the grieving process, which can also be devastating. Sometimes we can feel like I just can't go on without them. This brings me to this point that many times the last things we did with a person, the last interactions we had, and the very last words that we said to them, whether good or bad, would be the very last words that we would ever say to them, would be the very last things that we would ever get to do with them. And these things can create some of the lingering memories that we would have of them and could multiply our grief and our sorrow. When Moses died ever after having led Israel for 40 years, the Bible says in Deuteronomy 34 verses 7 and 8, and Moses was 120 years old when he died. His eye was not dim, nor his natural force abated. And the children of Israel wept for Moses in the plains of Moab for 30 days. So the days of weeping and mourning for Moses were ended. Israel wept for Moses, people of God, for 30 straight days. 
This degree of mourning and weeping shows just how much Moses meant to the children of Israel. People mourn in different ways and for different lengths of time. And as we begin to heal from our mourning, there are times, though, when we will think about our loved ones and may fall into another moment of grief. That's why, you know, it's best to remember our loved ones in the good times that we shared with them rather than focusing on their death and their departure. Jesus said in the, in the opening scripture that they, will be, uh, they that mourn will be comforted. In the life of goodbyes, many of us will never really say that final goodbye to our loved ones in a formal way because we are not thinking about or anticipating our loved ones ever leaving us. We tend to evade this reality of life until it actually happens. But we can informally say goodbye and not realize that the informal goodbye becomes a formal and final goodbye. An example of this is when we depart from someone and we say goodbye in closing. Or we talk on the phone and the last thing we said was goodbye. And then later we get the news that they have passed. Because goodbye is such a hard thing to say when we realize how final a word it really is, many of us refrain from using the word and replace it with things like see you later. See you again soon, or I'll talk to you soon. We can see that we really don't want to have to say goodbye as a final communication. In the story about Lazarus, who had been dead for four days, we learned that our morning and final goodbye can actually be a temporary thing when we are in Christ. This is good news. In John chapter 11, verses 38 through 44, the word of God says these words. Jesus, therefore, again, groaning in himself, cometh to the grave. It was a cave, and a stone lay upon it. Jesus said, Take ye away the stone. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, saith unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he hath been dead four days. Jesus saith unto her, Said I not unto thee, that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. And I know that thou hearest me always. But because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. And when he thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was bound with a napkin. Jesus saith unto them, Loose him and let him go. People of God, when we are in Christ, there is no final goodbye. But an I'll see you later because we have a hope according to the word of God that we will see our loved ones again who have died in Christ. Just as Mary and Martha got to see Lazarus again whom Jesus had raised from the dead. 
Oh, that's why it's so important that those who are lost receive and accept the salvation of the Lord while you yet have time to do it. The Bible says to seek the Lord while he may yet be found of you. See, this is the place where God shall wipe away all tears from our eyes and there shall be no more pain and sorrow, neither shall there be any more grief and death. There will be no more need for mourning because the former things are passed away. This is the place where eternal life begins and the kingdom of heaven awaits us. And this is the place where we will be reunited with not only our loved ones, but with our Lord Jesus Christ. 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 through 18 confirms this hope that we have in Christ by saying, but I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. The life of goodbyes, people of God, is limited and confined only to this world, and we can only come to Christ while we are yet alive in this world. If we fail to receive the salvation of the Lord, even if our loved ones have failed to receive his grace and his salvation, then the next time you go to the funeral of a loved one who has died in sin, that loved one that you didn't get to say that final goodbye to. Make sure you say your final goodbyes and well wishes to them because it will be the last time you will have to see them and to say goodbye to them. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord if you are already present with the Lord before you pass. And if you are, then the next time you go to a homegoing celebration of a loved one who has accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and who has died in Christ, then don't you say goodbye. Don't you cry for too long. And don't you mourn for too long, but whisper to them, see you later, because you will be reunited with them in the kingdom of heaven. People of God, God gave me this message because he wants you to know we live a life of goodbyes in this world. And many have come and crossed our paths. Many have come into our lives and have departed out of our lives. We have lost many loved ones along the way. And even just recently here, because of the pandemic that happened all over the world, millions of people have lost their lives. And so imagine Imagine the mourning and the grief of the whole world surrounding the pandemic. I want you to know that if, 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 
if God happens to call you and you have some things that you need to clear up with some people, make sure you get it together. If you need to seek somebody's forgiveness or ask somebody to receive your forgiveness, make sure you straighten those things up. If you have somebody that you know you want to render a final goodbye to, be not afraid to say that goodbye to them. Spend that quality time with them. Don't wait until a situation arises to where we have to render a final goodbye as they're leaving this world. But do it while you're in a period and time of God's grace that it would be a, a good departing even if somebody has to leave our presence. People of God, God loves you and he has uh, uh, extended salvation and the kingdom of heaven unto us. He's opened the door for all to come to, and be able to come to him and to be reunited with our loved ones in the glorious kingdom of heaven. Is that what you want today? That's what God wants for you. And so remember, uh, uh, in, in this life of goodbyes, you're going to deal with the grief. You're going to deal with the mourning. You're going to deal with the pain and the sorrow, but you don't have to uh, uh, die in that state. You don't have to make it a suffering upon yourself. You can turn that thing around Draw somebody to Christ so that you'll know that if we leave this earth, if God happens to call us home right now, we will be reunited together in the kingdom of heaven. We live a life of goodbyes, and at this time I want to give a temporary goodbye to you, and may God bless the rest of your day. How do I?
The prophetic sermon broadcast is sponsored by The Service Club for all your interior cleaning and painting needs. Call The Service Club at 513-406-8201, 513-406-8201, and ask for Alvin Scales. The Service Club is fully insured. The Service Club, a clean job from start to finish. You've been listening to the Prophetic Sermon Broadcast with Minister Alvin Scales. To correspond or to support this broadcast, you can write to the Prophetic Sermon Ministries, Post Office Box 14895, Cincinnati, Ohio, 45250, or call Minister Scales at 513-406-8201. That's 513-406-8201. And tune in next week at the same time for the Prophetic Sermon Broadcast on 1320 AM WCVG, the voice of Cincinnati. Since you are forsaken, just